Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing today? I'm imagining myself being relaxed, listening to the sound of the ocean, and just taking it all in. That sounds like where I live. Are you coming to see me tonight in my house down down at the Jersey Shore? I am not. Oh, okay. Well, then where are we going tonight? Tell us. We are going to Disney's Vero Beach Resort to really have our Disney fix, but get that relaxation. There is no rope dropping. There is no Genie Plus. There is no extra magic evening hours. There's a lot of relaxation and family time going on well and there are a couple of these that disney has that are kind of all over the united states that are not tied to a theme park right so do you want to rattle off a couple of those for us just so we have an idea of what some of these comparable disney experiences would be that we're talking about here tonight of vero i think east coast we have vero beach and then we have hilton head right and then out in hawaii we have ulani but then also not rope dropping and doing some of those things. We obviously have five incredible Disney cruise ships that are all over the world at this point, number six and seven coming soon. And then of course we've got adventures by Disney. So it's one of the things that I love about Disney. It's one of the things that takes people a while to kind of wrap their head around of what do these things all have to do with each other? Because there are not theme parks and coasters and fireworks at all the places that I named. What there is, is Disney service. That smiling cast member, that go the extra mile that you're looking for. That attention to detail in all of the design. And of course, the ultimate, the storytelling and that continuity throughout all of the property that creates that special story for you. Everything you just mentioned was what I had experienced when I had stayed on property. So we're going to take the trip down. It's Vero Beach, Florida, right? We say Florida, we think Disney, we think the Magic Kingdom, we think Epcot, we think everything that Walt Disney World has to offer, but we're not there. We're not far from there, though. We're not. About 100 miles, about an hour, 40 minutes, right on A1A, because we are on the beach. It is the East Coast, for those wondering. So not the Tampa side of the state, heading over to the Atlantic. And it is the very first resort that Disney attempted to build not associated with the theme park. So in 1995, Disney's Vero Beach opened as the first standalone Disney Vacation Club or DVC property. Well, and you know, when we're talking about Disney Vacation Club, we talk about our friends over at DVC News. So for more than a decade, DVC News has provided the latest news and information regarding the Disney Vacation Club timeshare program and its member resorts. Visit them at dvcnews.com, where you can sign up for their email newsletter, or look for them at facebook.com forward slash News or twitter.com forward slash News. So I am a DVC member, and I've stayed there uh, once as a DVC member and once when I was younger with my family, uh, both were brief stays. So I, I think it's important to say that you don't necessarily have a prescribed length of stay at this type of resort. But I think what's important to point out is that I've stayed there at two very different points in my life and there was something there for me each time. 
And I think you nailed it. It's what we talk about with people all the time is what are you looking for in your vacation? Maybe a theme park isn't in the cards for you this year because you all need to unplug and read a book and play some ping pong and sleep in and just relax. That sounds like what you want to do. But if you're like me, you know that kind of three to four to five hours in, you're getting a little antsy. (laughs) So maybe this is two to three days after the theme park. I always suggest after for that unwinding. And you can get the best of both worlds. Again, just over an hour and a half away. Easy to pick up a rental car, drive down. And honestly, because of where it's positioned, I often will suggest going back to Orlando to fly home. But depending on rates, you may go a little bit south and fly out of West Palm or Fort Lauderdale. So let's talk about the accommodations, right? Because it is something, as you said, they they built standalone away from the parks. So what does that look like for folks? So I'm going to say this again. Are you ready? I'm it ready. is on the beach. Nice. It does sometimes, depending where you are, take a little bit to see the beach. They do have a privacy kind of shading made out of all natural trees that are grown to kind of make that little bit of a buffer, which you can appreciate some of the difference in the sound carrying. It is, again, that DVC, that Disney Vacation Club Resort, but it is a little bit more unique. When we've talked DVC before, You've probably heard us use the terminology studios. They're similar to hotel rooms, but include a little wet bar area, one bedroom and two bedroom. But while this is all DVC, their main building they're in is traditional hotel rooms, half looking onto the ocean, half looking out towards A1A. So obviously those ocean view rooms are going to be a little bit more They're going to be your standard hotel room that you're used to staying in. Two queen beds, some have a king bed, and you're in that one main building. So all your doors are going to open to an interior hallway. You're going to have a balcony looking out and a lobby downstairs. But that's not the only accommodations they have. It is not. They do then have 18 dedicated two-bedroom villas. So those are the rooms where you're going to walk in you're going to be in a living room to your left or your right depending which way the room is laid out you're going to have a master bedroom with a full bath on the opposite side of that living room dining room combo you're going to have a second bedroom with a queen and a queen pull out and a second bath those are going to sleep up to eight and again you are on vacation but let's be honest you are also at the beach so to me The washer-dryer in those two bedrooms is amazing. The kitchen is great for those lazy mornings when some are getting up early and having breakfast, others not so much. Studios and one-bedrooms. That's what makes up a two-bedroom. So a studio is going to be a queen and a queen pull-out. No laundry, no full kitchen, just a little wet bar. So the wet bar gives you an extra mini sink and a microwave. Plus, you have that standard kind of little bit larger than traditional college size fridge. The one bedroom is going to be that living room, dining room, kitchen part with the washer dryer. The pull out queen bed in that living room and then the master. They also have six three bedroom beach cottages. 
And I want to be very honest and say that those cottages are reserved exclusively for Disney Vacation Club members. Those are not something that you can book online with Disney or with a travel agent such as myself. So I'll never forget when we were going down and we were going down as a family when I was a a teenager at the time. And we were going down to the area because my grandparents lived in Sebastian, which is is close if you're looking at the map down there. If you want to go see pro surfer Kelly Slater's hometown, you can go over there to take a look at that. And we were we were looking for a room there. We had booked a room there and we were going to do just a standard studio when we got there they had overbooked it. And so we ended up going from a studio to a two bedroom at no additional cost. And I remember as a teenager walking in there going, this is unbelievable. I would, I would know years later as a DVC member that it's something that's totally available to me, but just a a shocking experience to walk into the little Disney magic to thinking you were going to have a studio for a family of five to end up with a two bedroom, certainly extra pixie dust on that trip. Two bedrooms, two baths, three TVs to fight over. I mean, that was the ultimate win. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely was. But it also gave us the opportunity to kind of explore the grounds a little bit, which we really enjoyed. So let's break down what there is to do at this resort. There's actually a lot to do because, again, it is not a theme park. I want to make sure everybody's clear. It is a standalone resort. So as I said, they're right on the beach. You can rent things like windsurfers and you can just sit on the beach. You can go swimming. You can do your own little bits of snorkeling there. They've got a great pool with a big slide heading into it. Free mini golf. They also do a lot of biking down there. The bikes can be rented by the hour or by the day. And it's not unusual. Again, if you can picture this area of Florida, There are bikers everywhere. And again, I don't mean motorcycle kind of bikers. (laughs) Earn that extra Dole Whip by pedaling off all of those calories. But people are biking, not up and down the beach, but there is sidewalks and parts of the roadway along A1A where you can go for a nice long ride, see the water, really kind of take in what can be a really super quaint town. Definitely. And it, and it's the type of thing, too, if this is really who you are and you like to explore and get the exercise in at the time, it's a really great option for you to just take some time and enjoy the afternoon. And it's really set up to do all those things that, you know, I look back now, my very first Walt Disney World trip, we stayed at Fort Wilderness mm-hmm. and we weren't, you know, I'm going to admit to how old I am. There was the Magic Kingdom, and then we were at Fort Wilderness. It wasn't rope dropping in four parks and running like crazy. But a lot of my great memories from Fort Wilderness come from all the things you could do as a family and things you could really stop and enjoy that maybe when you're home and everybody's got homework and dance and sports that you don't get to do some of those simple things like cornhole and ping pong. That's all there. That is free. They also have an additional piece of property across the road. And of course, it's Disney. So there's a really super easy and safe way to get there. Tennis courts, volleyball, and a great little lake to walk around for some extras. Just like we find at Disney resorts, there are different crafts offered throughout the day. Some free, some with a fee. Everything from 
tie-dye Mickey shirts and painting and little foam crafts and things. For those who are interested, believe it or not, age six and up, they do have a small spa that does kids manicures, pedicures, and mini massages, as well as tweens, teens, and most definitely the adults. <laughs> now we, we finally hit on what your favorite part is. There's, there's a spa there for you, Sandy. There's, there's a spa there. <laughs> and when they close that door for my massage, I don't have to hear anybody else, adult <laughs> or child, in the spa. So I am good to begin my relaxing. There you go. And when I finish at the spa, it's kind of at the cute end of the inn. And it kind of looks like it's its own little house, even though it's attached. You can go out the porch and down a couple of steps to this wonderful little hammock that I just pull up my Kindle and sit and read a book and enjoy my little bit of zen. See how many hours I can carry it into the day before anybody is looking for me. <laughs> Not very long. Let's be fair. You don't, you don't get very long on that. Your phone starts blowing up for things that people need your attention for. You're too in demand. It does, but it's all good. It means we're making lots of magic. We got and a couple of course, other things. Go ahead. In the evening at the far end of property, they do the fire pits and movies. But also, there are many people, because you will need a car to get here unless you want a big Uber ride. Most people have a car. So it's not unusual for people to head off property I can't say enough about the McKee Botanical Gardens. Um, we were at Vero to celebrate my mom's birthday. So three generations coming together and not easy to appease when you've got a large crowd and multi-generation. Um, McKee is a gorgeous garden. They bring in traveling exhibits and they have a phenomenal kids section where the kids can play, but also learn about music out of natural instruments and lots of fun there. And pro tip, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your parents, we got my parents um, a McKee membership that let them go that day. But McKee also participates in the National Gardens program. So for an entire year, my parents had free access to gardens all over the country but obviously they went mostly to ones by them but kind of the gift that kept on giving and reminded them of our great time as a family there's a wildlife refuge there's actually two of them pretty close to vero beach national parks and museum of art there's a great performing arts theater if you're looking for a night out and maybe if you're just looking to really chill a cute little brewery to go visit. See, now we finally hit my note. You had the hammock and the Kindle, and you closed with the brewery. We've played all the musical notes for this particular two two podcast, uh, you know, pairing right here. You can go and read, and I'll go have a beer. It's fine. Well, and again, I think that's <laughs> it. There's something for everyone, right. whether it's the beach, whether you, you want the pool because you don't like being on the beach, whether you want active, whether you want calm, whether you want crafty. Again, this is, I, I feel so old when I say this, but this is old fashioned vacationing. Yes. yes. Which is which is great. It's that time to come together and that time to truly relax, not come home from vacation. As much as I love a Walt Disney World vacation, I would say 50% of my clients when they call me or send me an email to tell me how their trip was 
They have glowing things to say, how much they loved it, how much they enjoyed. And then they said, and now I need a vacation from my <laughs> And I'm vacation. exhausted, right. This is your chance to really recharge, which again is why maybe a split stay between the parks and Vero Beach is the way to go. So we're going to talk about dining for a, a little while, but I do think it's important when we talk about dining that you mentioned that usually people have cars here too. So it's not loaded with dining options. There are a few, but this is the type of thing too, because of the way you've arrived on property, you know, you may be looking at things in the area as well. And there's also delivery services. But again, if you're there, I mean, it's Florida. It's not New Jersey. So no. it's not ever snowing and icy and things. You could go for a nice walk at 430 in the afternoon and walk 12 or 15 minutes away to pick up a seafood dinner that you're bringing back to your villa because you have your own dining room table or walk 15 minutes and pick up a pizza. You know, again, just that exercise and fresh air again you would think i must live in some little pod where i don't see it <laughs> yeah. but you know those great things that we just get caught up in everyday life and don't take the time to do this really gives you that opportunity but you definitely nailed it there are limited food options in part because of the size of the resort in part because there is so much so close so break down a couple of the options just so folks understand sit down versus a, a grab and go type of thing so we know what there is. I'm going to break them all down because as you said, there's just a couple and they try to keep the naming really simple. So we've got the wind and waves grill, which is a sit down option. Again, this is how you're going to know you're not in a theme park. They are open from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. and then 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. This isn't Walt Disney World. We're not serving dinner at 3.30. We're not serving dinner at 10.40 at night. <laughs> it's a great restaurant. It really reminds me, for anyone who has been to Yachtsman Steakhouse, mm -hmm. it's got that high ceiling, the natural beams, that open, airy flow. Yep. So lots of fun there. Um, breakfast is pretty typical sit-down menu, not buffet. And then dinner has a lot of seafood, but plenty of options for non-seafood eaters. And again, that is the Wind and Waves Grill. Reservations are recommended. And to make it easy, we then have the Wind and Waves Market, which is going to be your quick service option. It's really half quick service, half market, similar to what we see in beach clubs. So you can buy a box of cereal and a half gallon of milk, but you can also get a turkey sandwich to go. Right. Um, that is open 8 a.m., so don't go looking for breakfast super early. You want to go walking on the beach for the sunrise, bring your own coffee, till 9 p.m. Okay. And then they've got the green cabin room, which is their little lounge. They do serve some more quick bites there from 8 to 11, and then cocktails and light bites between 5 and 10 p.m. So pretty limited, but again, many people, even if they're here for three days or four days, there's enough on the menu to eat a couple of things, order in or go out a night or two and be very happy. All right, so we're coming to the end of today's program, uh, but anything else that you think of when you think of this resort that's worth sharing so folks have an idea of, you know, maybe a time of year or a specific thing that they want to plan their vacation around? It is a beach resort, but it is open all year. Obviously, even in Florida, you see bigger crowds spring break and summer. So if you're really looking for that quiet time, fall is it. 
It's another time, though, where I encourage everybody to think about what you're going to do. If you're somebody who loves to take a morning run on the beach or you're going for an anniversary and on your honeymoon every night you walk down the beach at night, it's really important to know the seasons down there. Turtle nesting is a huge thing, and they do nest on that beach. It can start as early as March. They set up the markers and let everyone know it's coming. The height of the actual turtles coming out of the water and digging their holes in the sand and starting to nest typically is June and July. And then they start hatching August through October. And when that hatching is going on, there is no beach access after sundown. They will do some limited turtle programs where they'll go out there. Maybe you'll get to see the turtle actually hatch and make their way to the ocean. And they're out there with some special lights to not disturb the turtles. You'll see signs all along A1A about turtle crossings. And yes, those are real things. And all traffic stops for the turtles. <laughs> Disney has actually contributed over $4 million to the care and research of sea turtles through the Disney Conservation Fund. So some great educational programs going on there as well. The last thing I'd love to mention is if you're looking for that beach wedding or vow renewal and you're not looking to have everybody get passports and head, you know, Mexico and Caribbean, this is a great option. They do have a beachside option. They do have an indoor rain location should there be a need. And as I mentioned with that extra property that they have across the way where the tennis court and the volleyball is, they also have a beautiful place that they can set up weddings out by a lake. So it's a pretty popular destination for that. They do host large weddings, but they more typically have a lot of smaller weddings there. So you can get your Mickey fix and get married at Disney's Vero Beach Resort. Well, I'm glad you said get your Mickey fix because I do have one last question before we say goodbye today. And that we didn't do a tremendous amount of discussion tonight about the presence of Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Donald and Daisy and, and the characters alike. For folks that are looking for some of that, can you give them a sense of where, if they'll find it, how much of it they'll find? They will find a lot of the hidden Mickeys, those Disney touches. Maybe your lamp in your room is Disney. There is no character breakfast, but there are character meets a couple of times a week, but not every day, all day, like when you're in a theme park, can you find a character? But it wouldn't be a Disney resort if Mickey didn't make an appearance once in a while. Well, Sandy, thank you for taking the time tonight to break down the resort at Vero Beach. I've enjoyed it and have a great week. Thanks, you too. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. <laughs>